today with our final uh, session in this is I want to give you a tool that I have found to be super helpful um, in gospel conversations. I, I, I think this is a, I would call this a gospel conversation tool. So I don't, what I don't want to do is I don't want to confuse you and say that I think this tool I'm going to show you is the gospel. I think it helps spur on gospel conversations. And I have found this tool in particular to be super helpful not only in evangelism, as I'm talking to someone who I don't think knows Christ and I'm encouraging them to, to know the gospel, to understand it, and to trust in Christ to be their Savior and Lord. Not only in evangelism, but I've also found this tool to be super helpful as I articulate the gospel with believers. And I'm encouraging them to be more faithful and help them understand how the world works and how we're to walk in it faithfully. And so what I want to do this morning Here's the plan, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk us through the tool really simply up here on the, on the board, uh, uh, take our time to walk through it. And so what we've given you in your handout is plenty of space to, uh, to follow along. So if you want, you can, uh, you can turn your first one sideways. I found that that was, as I drew it, mine on there, I can turn it sideways and get all of it on here. Or you can, uh, you'll be able to maybe get two of them on the front, if you like. But we've also uh, made available today some extra paper um, so that if you want to make yours nice and big or whatever else, uh, you can. But So what I'm going to do is I'm going to slowly, I'm going to work us through the drawing and explain all the different parts. Then I'm going to have you guys, in groups of three or four, talk through what are the scriptures that help us uh, that reinforce the, what the drawing shows us. So at the end of the day, it's about God's word uh, imparted to someone's heart that's going to do the real work in our life. It's not going to be about how uh, cleverly you draw something out or how cleverly you convince somebody, but the work of the Spirit and, and through his word. So I want you to, to see how Scripture will uh, teaches what we're, what we're seeing here. And you guys will work that out in groups, and then we'll put those Scriptures up here on the board. Then I'm going to give you a chance just to practice the drawing uh, real quick on your own, just a few minutes, uh, and see if you can get, get the hang of doing it once for yourself, just by yourself. Then to close out our time, we're going to break you up into groups of three or four or so. You guys are going to spread out all over this room. Some of you use, use the tables or whatever else. I'm going to have one of you take the opportunity right there to try to share the gospel with the other folks in your group using this tool. I'm going to give you a couple minutes to do it, and then you're going to give that person feedback. And so that's why we've given you lots of space today. You're going to draw this drawing once slowly with me, okay, then once quickly on your own, and then at least a fourth of you or so are going to do it at least one more time with somebody else. And this is a tool that I found that uh, with practice, um, not only is it an easy way for me to actually draw it out as I talk with people, but often it just shapes the conversation that's in my head. So in my head, I'm kind of moving through these different uh, sections as I'm attempting to articulate the gospel with somebody. So before we get started, let me ask, has, who here has uh, been introduced to the Three Circles Gospel Conversation tool? All right, we've got a couple of folks. Good, good. I like to see my BCMers here, so that's great. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to draw out uh, three circles and those three circles we're going to connect together and use them uh, to articulate the gospel. Now, this uh, tool was uh, created by a pastor named Jimmy Scroggins about, I don't know, six or eight years ago or so, give or take. And, uh, and it has since been adapted into lots of different versions. So if you will even just Google 
this, three circles, uh, gospel conversation tool, things like that, you will find all sorts of really neat adaptations of, to this. And so, uh, and even the way I do it will be different than the way he did it. And it might be different than the way that you're able to do it in, the, in, a, in a conversation with someone. But I have found this just as a framework is really helpful as we try to understand the gospel. So let's jump in. All right. So first we're going to draw uh, a circle over here to the left. All right. We're going to explain um, that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so God, God created all things. God is all-powerful. He is all-knowing. He has eternally existed, right? And he is the one who created all things. And in his creation, he created it perfectly. It was God's good design, all right? So we have God's good design here in our first circle. And included in God's good design is us. He made us in his image. Both male and female are made in his image, and he made us to be in relationship with him. And in the Garden of Eden, our, our very first ancestors, Adam and Eve, lived in perfect harmony with God in creation. Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in now, right? The world we live in is over here. We live in a world that's broken. And all of us recognize this brokenness. Every worldview recognizes this brokenness. We all may emphasize different things, experience different parts of the brokenness, but all of us recognize that we live here in a world that is not perfect, but instead is marked by brokenness. And that brokenness can be global. It could be everything from uh, earthquakes and hurricanes to, uh, to giant things that men do to men, like war and genocide. It could be individual, things that individuals do to other individuals, um, abuse and murder and slander and things like that. Yes, Josh? Yep, COVID for sure falls into this category. Absolutely. Thanks, Josh. And so, uh, or it could be internal, the, the brokenness that we feel within ourselves, the, the, the separation uh, that we have from perfection. And that's not just, oh, I wish I was nicer, I wish I was better, but the, the great gap um, between us and a good, good God. Right? And so what the Bible tells us is the reason that we are here and not here is because of sin. So I draw this line over with an arrow to explain that originally our, our parents, Adam and Eve, were living in perfect harmony with their creator in, in the perfect place for them in Eden. But when they chose to follow their own path, when they chose to break with God, to rebel against God, to put themselves on the throne um, instead of uh, following God as their as their Lord, that the Bible calls that sin, and that sin led to brokenness, and that brokenness is the world that we now live in. And what the Bible tells us is that everything that comes from brokenness only leads to death. Everything that comes that attempts to escape this on its own only leads to death. That the wages of sin, the results, the consequences of sin are death. And I always draw these as little squiggly lines, all right? Um, just because it's, it's, our, 
it's our pitiful attempts to try to escape from, from brokenness. And that, there are all kinds of ways we might try to escape from brokenness. Uh, this might be uh, that we try to be a good person and we try to fix things on our own. We try to be kind and whatever else. But even that um, doesn't fix the problem. Even if all of humanity just agreed to all be nice to one another, that wouldn't fix the problem because the problem is not just internal here. It's a gap between us and God and God's good design. There are also just terrible ways that we try to cope with brokenness, right? Whether it's the way we abuse one another or way we abuse substances, way we abuse ourselves, uh, a way we try to eliminate um, other things from our life, even to the point of murder, right? Um, to take things that aren't ours. All of those things are products of brokenness and they only lead to death. And nothing that we have ever been able to do, all the creativity of all of humanity and all of our efforts throughout human history has never been able to escape this. The Bible tells us that there is no escape, um, that, that it is appointed for all to die. What do we need? Well, we need someone to come from outside of this brokenness and enter into that brokenness. So when I draw this for this circle, and this line, I don't draw an arrow, but I do talk about it as coming from outside in, so kind of just that tactile motion of showing uh, the direction that it's come. And the Bible tells us that the solution to this is Jesus, that Jesus is the Son of God. He is the perfect Son of God, that he has existed forever with God, and in his humility, he was willing while in heaven, to release uh, his equality with God, considered not something to be grasped, but humbled himself and came to earth, was born of a virgin, lived a perfect, sinless life, and yet willingly subjected himself to death to die on the cross for sinners. But he was not conquered by death like all the rest of us have been conquered by death. Instead, he conquered death. And he rose again on the third day, and now he calls all of us to turn and to trust in him. And so that is how we get from brokenness. It's the only way for us to escape. The, one, the, the only way, the truth, and the life is through Jesus. And so we turn and trust in Jesus. You can use Bible words like repent and believe, right? We repent, we turn away uh, from our sin and trusting in ourselves, um, and we trust in Christ. We place our faith in Christ. We, we depend on him fully for everything that we need, right? And so we're trusting in Christ uh, as our Savior and as our Lord. So he's the one who rescues us, from brokenness, and now he's the one that leads our life, that is in control of our life. He, uh, and that is part of us returning back to God's good design. Because the promise of the gospel is that one day God will make all things new, and there will be no more brokenness, and there will be no more tears, and there will be no more death, and he will conquer all of those things, and he will 
He is, prepar- he is preparing a place for us where we can spend eternity with him in heaven. And only those who have escaped their own sin and brokenness and separation from God through Jesus Christ will be able to return to that good design. They will be able to recover recover God's good design in a way that is impossible in and of our own strength because everything from here leads to death but but through Christ comes life in the meantime so what so this will come for to those of us that either on his return or when we die having trusted in Christ we are we are taken to be with him and to spend eternity with him in the meantime we are called to continue to pursue God's good design in our lives now. And so everything we do in our lives now as a Christian is in pursuit of God's good design, but in a way that was never possible for us from here. From here, all of our good efforts, all of our good works still only led to death. But now, having been saved by Christ and uh, justified by him here, we are now sanctified by him in our pursuit of of God's good, des- God's good design. So in our lives, we're pursuing faithfulness. We're pursuing that communion with Christ, uh, with the Godhead that was available to us in, uh, in Eden and is now available to us in the Spirit and through his word and in the body of Christ. And we're continually trying to uh, be image bearers in, our, in that we are becoming more and more holy uh, in, our, in our daily walks with Christ, not in a way that depends on ourselves, but a way that depends fully on him. And because it depends fully on him, it is possible um, in a way that, that never was before. All right. So uh, here I've drawn out my, my three circles in my gospel conversation. I'll tell you that the vast majority of times that I enter into this drawing with somebody um, say it's in a uh, like it's in a cold contact conversation. We just struck up a conversation, and the and the gospel came up in that conversation. Or I was intentional to set up. I mean, we're like, hey, well, have you ever have you ever has anyone ever explained to you like the 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 story of the Bible and the uh, the the main meaning of God's message for us from the Bible? And I've I've drawn this out, but almost often, whatever the case may be, I often jump in in brokenness. So um, what's what's great about this? This tool is you really can uh, start it anywhere on the spectrum. So if you want to start that conversation uh, with because someone has information, they have a perspective on Jesus, right? And you start in a conversation about Jesus, that's great. Defining who he is, describing his works, telling how we know that, all those kind of things. But the beauty of the tool is that you can then backtrack. And you can say, well, what, what did he come to do? Well, he came to enter into this world here that's broken. Well, what is, why does it matter that it's broken? Well, because it leads to death. Well, how did we get here? Well, we got here because of sin. And we know that we got here from sin because we all long for this world. So what does Christ enable us to do? Well, to recover and pursue. All right, so wherever you might be jumping into the conversation, you're able to use the tool in that way. Today, what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to present it in the same way I just did, starting over here and kind of working your way around to get familiar with the tool. But the more you use the tool, the better you're able to jump in in lots of places.
So here in just a minute, what I'm going to have you guys do is I want you to, to take this and start to fill in where, do, where does the Bible teach these things. What scripture would we use to explain these different elements? But before we get there, I want to answer whatever questions you guys have about the tool so that you guys would be able to use it. So what questions do you have? Jacob. With the, with the good design, you start there and end up there. Do you ever find if you're not going to be able to have follow-up conversations that kind of perpetuate like therapeutic kind of, like it's just like, it's like getting you back to like an original state, like that's all the doctor is doing. Like how do you kind of avoid making sure that that ends up happening? Yeah, yeah. So Jacob's question is how do we avoid, if we, if we have a one-off conversation and we end up in God's good design, how do we end? Uh, how do we not just leave it with them in a way that feels therapeutic and, you know, like you? How did you work back to kind of? Uh, yeah, like, like as if they're just kind of slightly being modified mm. to like a better state. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I think is that when you're wanting to to to, to keep to avoid that therapeutic uh, gospel where it's just making you feel better about yourself, is I think you have to drive home how deep this chasm is. So if we if we do a good job of explaining. Uh, what this is and why this isn't a minor inconvenience or why is it just something that we're just barely not able to solve and we just need a tiny bit of help but it creates this enormous gap between us and perfection then I think uh, that helps us recognize that what we're going towards is not just a better version of you um, or living your best life now um, or having him in your pocket is uh, is just going to be the you know the little bit of extra juice you need to, to make it better, but that this gap is massive, and this is what we're really longing for in, um, yeah, and I think the more you open your Bible to do that, also the better you're able to avoid it just being um, kind of sociological. So, great question. Yeah, Matt. No, yeah, no, so don't think about it like uh, this was the first world that we lived in and then it was destroyed and now we live over here. They're, they're, uh, they're a little more metaphorical than that. Yep. So yes, this here is the same location here, but now what marks it? Well, before it was marked by God's perfection and now it's marred by sin and marked by brokenness. Is there a question on the front row? I guess so. What other questions do you guys have about even just why did I draw it that way? Or how, how would I use, how would I answer this kind of question using this tool? Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeremy is asking, how do I, how do you jump into that conversation? How do you particularly go from either meeting someone new or a planned conversation? Just say, can I draw this picture for you uh, about something I care about? And Jeremy, actually, honestly, that's a great way to word it. Like, hey, uh, I've asked before, has anyone ever showed you, like, uh, has anyone ever tried to explain to you, like, what the, what the whole Bible is trying to teach us? 
or what the main message of the Bible might be, or what, or, what God's, um, or how, have you ever tried to understand like what Christianity believe, what Christians believe, or what Christianity teaches? And I've often just been able to say like, I, someone showed me this like simple drawing. It's been super helpful for me. Can I show it to you? And as often as I have asked that in personal evangelism, I've never yet had anybody turn me down. Like if I was like, hey, it's a, a simple illustration that someone explained to me about how all this fits together, I'd love to show it to you. Do you mind if I would? If, if you would, would you mind if I did? And that has worked uh, surprisingly well. Um, and I have drawn this on uh, like napkins. I have drawn it on like big pieces of paper. I've drawn it like carefully uh, where we've, we've used it and talked about it for hours. Um, I have drawn it like quickly um, in about 60 seconds and left it with someone um, because we didn't have much more conversation to have. Um, but we were able to, you know, they were able to keep it or follow up with it later. I, you'd be surprised how often I have, uh, well, people will just say, can I keep that? Um, as if I was going to like not let them keep it. Uh, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I can write my name and phone number on it and, and get theirs. Um, yeah, that, in that case. So, so what, I, and then, so often what I will do is, so I've, I've gone through and I've explained this to somebody, and then I'm going to do the same thing with them that I just did with you. And I'll say, what, what questions does this, or thoughts does this prompt in you? What questions do you have about this? Because I, I, what I don't want to ask them is, do you understand what I'm saying? Because the default answer in our culture to, do you get this, is to say yes. Um, because one, you don't want to appear like an idiot that you didn't understand what was just explained, and you also don't want to offend the person who just explained it to you because they did a bad job, so we just say yes. And then in your mind, you're thinking, well, that was great. I got it, and we're like like 99 of 100 steps on our way towards them coming to Christ. Let's go. Like, we're right there. Let, let's, uh, and so it's like, hey, what questions does this prompt? How, how do you interact with this? What, what thoughts do you have? Does, does this make, don't ask, does this make sense? All right, avoid those kinds of questions, All right? So then, I want because I want to spur it into a gospel conversation, right? This is not just an evangelism uh, tool in one moment. It's a it's a conversation tool. I'm trying to use this to spur on gospel conversations, and there are uh, innumerable places that their questions might come up, that your questions are going to come up in these different places, right? So then, after we've had a good chunk of time to talk through it, one of the questions I might ask them is, well, where do you see yourself on this drawing? Where, 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 where do you think you fit? All right? And I'll even ask them like, to mark it. Right? So they might say, oh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely here. Like, I'm, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm stuck in brokenness. And I have, or I'm, they may say, oh, you know, I'm kind of leaning this direction. Or, oh, yeah, I'm here, or I'm here, or whatever. Right? And then I'm going to ask them why. Why do, you, why do you think you're there? Explain. Because what might happen is uh, somebody tells you, oh, yeah, I'm here, right? And, and, and you're thinking, oh, great, conversation over. That's awesome. Uh, and their answer to why uh, does not breed confidence in you. Their answer is all about, like, well, I go to church all the time, and I grew up in a Christian home, and I'm nicer than a lot of other people. And you're like, this sounds a lot like works, right? Um, and so you're going to then say, okay, well, what, what does it look like for you not to trust in yourself and all the things that you've done, but instead to trust in Christ, uh, to turn and to trust in him and him alone? All right? um, 
And so depending on where they, they may, they may have an answer up here that, well, that's rare, but um, where they might be confused into thinking, yeah, I'm just trapped in this. And you're helping them realize, actually, you're not stuck, right? Because there is, here is the opportunity for you to turn and trust in Jesus Christ. And if, if you, if you have a conversation with someone in here and they have like, they articulate this back to you and like, Oh, man, it's clear that they're here. It's so clear that they're here. You're thinking, like, this person needs to disciple me. Like, I, I need this person invested in my life. Like, I just shared the gospel with, like, the, uh, you know, one of the elders in my church. This is awesome. Uh, then I think what, what you're doing here is you just go, praise the Lord. Like, praise the Lord that I got the opportunity to share this. This was more practice for you. It might have introduced a new tool to them. It encourages gospel conversation. It encourages us to be talking about the gospel and encouraging one another uh, in that. And so don't, that would never be a waste, right? So if, you have, if you've set up a, co- uh, a chance to talk with a, a, a coworker, you sit down over lunch and you draw this out on a napkin, um, whatever the outcome of that is, like, it's faithful that you have taken the opportunity to share the gospel and you're trusting the Lord with the consequences of that obedience. Okay, here's so what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to split up into groups of uh, three or four. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to take the drawing that you just did on yours, and I want you guys as a group to label where you feel like um, different uh, scriptures teach what we're talking about here, okay? So you might say, well, I'm going to steal the low-hanging fruit for you. All right, Romans 3.23 really articulates um, how what this has produced in us, right? Um, something like that. So Genesis 3 is a great place for under, us to understand how sin entered the world, that kind of thing. So break up into groups. We're going to give you a couple minutes to do this. This is rapid fire. What I've given you is in the middle of your handout. These are the 20 verses that we encourage you guys to memorize this summer through the class. So this is your first week with us. you got some catching up to do. All right, there'll be a quiz at the end of it. I'm just kidding. Uh, But these are verses that we have found to be super helpful to articulate um, these truths of the gospel, and that memorizing them will give you all sorts of opportunities to share God's word with someone, which we believe is what um, is powerful and effective to to lead them to conversion, to be converted. And so um, you can use these as a starting place. There are lots of other passages that articulate these truths that aren't in here. This is just to kind of prime the pump. So take a few minutes, jot down as many verses as you can, and then we'll collectively work together to fill in the board. So get in your groups and go. Go.